So hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's RLE. Uh, this is going to be, I don't know how long or short, I really don't know. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but Passion City Church just finished their yet again heretical gathering in Atlanta, where all of the heretics and false teachers gather under the umbrella, really, of just worship. Let's just call it what it is. It is a New Age fest um, wrapped up in a Christianese bow full of worship and an experience. Unfortunately, these children never leave with the true gospel. And we're going to go through that really brief of um, what I found and then also what I found really disturbing in this worship thing. Um, it's 20 minutes long, but we're not going to go through the whole 20 minutes. So anyway, if you know of anyone who goes to Passion City Church, their conferences, I highly recommend that you share this week's RLE. See that no one misleads you. The Bible is clear that the last days will be filled with false teachers, deception, mockers, lawlessness, those who love themselves, those who will be unloving and unholy, those without self-control, those who will pretend to know God, yet they are simply whitewashed tombs. There will be no great end times revival, just a great last day's deception. Scripture warns that people will creep into their churches unaware. Who are those creeping in and why are they doing it? The church in the last days will be full of compromise, deception, and a lack of discernment. Life clips will contend earnestly for the faith, as Jude 3 instructs. Warning, the red light has been turned on. Grab your Bible. It's time to expose the dark. As always, I can use what's coming up next under the Copyright Fair Use Act for learning, parody, creative work, commenting on it, teaching people to stay away from this. This is my first time, and I'm super excited. Uh, we just grabbed a group, and we're like, hey, let's go to Atlanta to Passion this year. Ella stopped me and was like, hey, so you're in Passion? And I was like, uh, I got the ticket, but like, I don't know if we're staying, how we're getting there, nothing. Yeah. Once you get once you get in, you start meeting people from like all over the place. Just wait till the worship. Oh my goodness, the whole yeah. stadium. Fifty thousand people on fire for the Lord. Like, Why don't worship him? Like I'm. Oh, I'm so excited. Red flag number one is that that that's the whole point of the conference is worship. I what. No, and this is why these kids are deceived into thinking that they're saved because they've left with an experience and not the true saving gospel of Jesus Christ. So I'm going to let this play. And what is so disturbing is I want you to pay attention to the music choice that they chose. There's a reason why. It is completely ohm. I'm here, I can see all these other young adults on fire for God. We are here for one man, that is Jesus. 
getting the experience out of the people closest to you and even strangers is the most unifying thing. Unifying thing. How does that look like worship? That looks like a meditative state. That is what these conferences do for these young kids. They're invoking emotions and feelings and not a true conversion. And this is why this channel will always stand upon that. This is an experience. This is a rock concert. You can see here on the screen, this is all that it is. It is kids coming together just to get an experience and not the true authentic Jesus. I feel like there's a specific like longing of this generation. You could feel the tension in the room, like people just hungry and people that are desperate. And, and that was like, that was everything. You stand on stage and you look out and, or even just standing sides and listening to this sound and you go, man, in, in scripture it talks about the multitudes. Yeah. Worshiping God. Mm. So they go back to wherever they're going back to, but they know I'm not alone. I'm they, not alone. They have this vision of Mercedes Benz filled with a generation. That's right. That's right. Worshiping God. Do you guys realize what he just said, Christian Stanfield? That is not biblical. What they're teaching these kids is not biblical. That is why when they go back out into the world, they have no idea how to share the gospel. And I will tell you this, when I worked at CNN in Atlanta, when passion would come through, I would go down to the food court during their breaks. I would purposely go down there and ask them to share the gospel with me. Do you know not one of them could tell me what the gospel was? It was just a feel-good conference. Many got up aggravated. Many got up angry. Many said that I was judgmental and I did not understand. No, I do understand. Worship is not, hear me, salvation. Myself and these students, and on some level I know I've been through where they are. I don't know what's going on in your life, but like to see your hands raised, to see you singing, like I can visibly see God yeah. working and knowing that God is meeting every single one of them and healing them. This next part here is a young lady sitting on the MARTA train station and you just hear her. And again, they don't understand what salvation is. What she is saying is not biblical. We have to pay attention to what people say. No, this is not biblical. Kevin has the answers and I don't. So like Kevin is what I need. Like I need it at work, but I need it with my friends. Kevin has the answer for everything, the blueprint for everything. And that's what I need. So you need heaven? Guys, do you see how scary this is? The reason passion has it from 18 to 24. It's because they're just like the school system. They want to indoctrinate our youth into thinking this is Jesus. They want to pervert them and saying, hey, I screwed a light bulb in at Passion City Church, the Jesus is life board, and therefore I'm a Christian and I can go out and live my life any willy-nilly way that I want because I had an experience, because I met, I encountered heaven. Do you see the dangerous ground? The reason 18 to 24 is so important to PCC is they can change the way that they think. These kids, and that's what they are, are impressionable. 
This is not the end of a conference. This is the beginning of a move of God where students, leaders, people, young people are going out to the four corners of earth. Everyone is going home having been changed by the power of the gospel and by the story of God and by the presence of God in this place. Then Passion 24 is long from over. It has just barely begun. Into the glory of God, let the wind of the Spirit blow us out of this place. And may the world hear the story of Jesus. It is the only story worth living for. It is the story of this day and every day. To God be the glory. So this next part was actually at the end of this, and that was the 20-minute clip. Basically, it was all performance. You can tell, guys, listen, I used to be a performer. I know what it's like to get the crowd involved. I know what cues you have to take. And so from this part that you can see, I will go ahead and play it, not in its entirety, but you can just see the manipulation of the crowd to get them to this point. This whole thing is very demonic, and I know that words are very harsh, But God is not in this. So if it's not his spirit that's in it, then whose spirit is? If you don't think it's fake and rehearsed and people are on for show, take a look at when this camera pans in one there, the girl with the hat, and then she begins to worship. Oh, isn't that just perfectly done? Again, I'm not going to play this whole 20-minute time thing that you're seeing. So they're invoking the crowd to do what they want the crowd to do. And the reason I say that is, again, all of these links will be in the description box below. You can see the entire thing and how they're getting the crowd motivated. And I don't like the fact that people just stand there with their hands out like that. That's not authentic biblical worship. It's just not. So you don't see that anywhere in the Bible. That is just a show. So when you're on a stage and you're performing, that's what it is. You're performing. 
That is what these people get paid to do is they get paid to perform because if they were authentic in their worship, this would not be taking place. So then, like I said, they're invoking the crowd. Then the crowd just does this acapella moment and they all said it was a God moment. No, they were invoked to do it. And it's just really creepy. Then he begins to read from Revelation and the whole thing is just very, very um, new age, weird. I have no words. I have no words. But if you allow your children to go to these conferences, whether it be passion, I know Andy Stanley has one, all of these people, they are not telling them true salvation. They are not pointing them to the way of the cross. They're pointing them to the way of emotion. So we'll let this play for a little bit longer. Again, you can watch the full 20 minutes. Both the videos will be in the description box below. And the other thing I'd like to add is, you know, this song was done by Michael W. Smith, who was extremely charismatic, partnering right now with NAR. I mean, Michael W. Smith, I marked and exposed him a long time ago, like Amy Grant. So I don't find it strange that this particular song, and they're just repeating the same thing over and over and over. And well, you get it over again. That, my friends, is what you call, you should know me by now, a mantra. So this is when the crowd begins to do their acapella moment. And you may say, well, that's so beautiful, Kim. But how do you know that it wasn't for show? Well, because it always is. And then as they do their little acapella moment, then they have to branch in and, of course, bring it with the music and it gets louder and the build. And we'll fast forward and you'll be able to see that here as well. So, again, it always has an agenda. Absolutely. Look, look, 
fact remains that Jesus is not an experience. Jesus is the Savior of the world who came born of a virgin, died on a cross, took that penalty that we deserved and put it upon himself. As Isaiah 53 says, he was beaten so bad that he was unrecognizable as a human. Jesus is not an experience. And he died on that cross. Three days later, he rose again. And my king is coming again. And I cannot wait for his kingdom to come on earth. You know why? Because it's going to put an end to these shenanigans. Jesus is not an experience.